sir. This Gemini man bullshit. <laughs> Bro, why did he drop that first? That shit was terrible. Oh. This nigga got clones and kids. I'm curious to see Will's next like, spell. <laughs> he definitely got a kid. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Irresponsible Podcast. I'm your host, G-Jack. Uh, no lady tie this week, but we definitely have uh, a lady at the table. We got T. We got our Hello. brother Freeze. Freeze Aureli, what's the we deal? We got uh, Trent. Yeah. And we got our special guest, Animal. Yeah. Uh, later on, we're going uh, <laughs> <laughs> to gonna definitely uh, get to know Animal a little bit more later on and shit in the show. Let's uh, let's get it cracking, though. Last day of summer. Yeah. Not mad. Can't complain. It ain't, really, can say the same. Like, ain't really been summer. I'm know? saying it's Sunday. You feel me? That's it. But <clears throat> I mean, let's reflect. Like, how was the summer overall for you? I know the quality wasn't normal because of circumstances. But how did you make the most of your summer 2020? Like, anybody? Shit, we got this started, so this been productive Facts. for me. True. True. Yeah. Freeze. Um, outside of the circumstances, uh, you know, I'm just trying to stay creative, stay on my shit, bro. That's that's always good when you have more time to uh, dedicate to, to your craft. Yeah. So, you know, I just look at it as a positive that way. Okay. T. Um, I mean, I didn't get to have my hot girl summer, but um, it was Relax. still very, still very productive. <laughs> Uh, shit, man, I'm saving money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, Say you know, that. You got day parties and night parties and fucking... Spending on bottles and shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Brunches and bullshit my might be something. happy, but my, you know, turn up life ain't too Right now. Yeah. I mean, do you think it'll change going into fall? I don't have high hopes, man. Yeah. I don't have high hopes. I yeah. think maybe, maybe summer next year, shit yeah. might start looking like what it was, but okay. as of now, I don't know. Yeah, it's really, still hot. it's really, uh, it's still taking some adjusting. Um, it's going to be interesting with fall, though, when it gets a little colder out, and, you know, just to see how everybody's energy shifts. Cause I feel like we literally been quarantined for two seasons, spring and summer, which are like kind of the worst seasons to be quarantined in. But I don't know, so we shall see. But uh, the fall season starts tomorrow, so it's gonna be interesting. I can't tell it's fall; it's been hot in the motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, shit starting to pick up. I'm like, way. Bruh, this global warming shit is real. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like really? LA always has an extended summer. Yeah, our shit kick in like September, yeah. October. As we still get June gloom, and then, like yeah. July be kind of like yeah. lukewarm, and then August, you're like, okay, it's heating up. Shit, and we still be getting fires that last until damn, damn near October. Bro. So it's like, nigga, summer is. Air quality is trinity. Speaking of. Natural disaster. Did you guys feel the earthquake? Oh, yeah. I, I did it. I did it. I was at work. I was at work. I was I was moving around. I'm in a warehouse, bro. So shit is moving all the time. That shit felt it was way nice stronger shit. than the four point six, and it lasted a minute too. Like that shit rolled for a while. I had no clue. Did y'all feel it? Yeah, I was at work um, in San Dimas, so I was like right there where it was at. So I definitely felt it. Oh shit. You guys are Every time an earthquake hit, I just realized how ill prepared I am. <laughs> <laughs> bro, 
a big one. If you're from Cali, you do not have an earthquake kit. Nobody. Nobody is prepared for this shit. And we be told, like, the big one is coming, the big one is coming. Yeah. Niggas is like, all right, <laughs> you gotta get a win. In the underground bunker, you know, what I'm saying? Why is it collapsing? Underground, <laughs> underground, bro. You down there forever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down there to nowhere. You feel me? <laughs> another oh, bad place to be is in a car, like driving. If an earthquake happened, I've never experienced it, but I'm like, yeah, I just want to feel it. Yeah, you think so? If you're on a bridge, you for oh, sure gonna feel it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been in a car on an earthquake, God. I didn't feel shit, man. Oh, word? Yeah. Okay. Nigga was speeding. <laughs> <laughs> like, Might have hit the bump. But, um, fortunately, uh, I guess this time of quarantine hasn't been so sweet for everybody. We all know a lot of couples have been, um, kind of break, been breaking up due to whatever reason, I guess, more time together. You're just arguing more or whatever. But, Dr. Dre, uh, he's getting a divorce, unfortunately. And even more unfortunate, it seems like his pockets are uh, getting stuck up. So, his wife wants $2 million a month. That's what she's requesting. Sheesh. After a month. After 24 years of marriage. Um, yeah, that's... They've been married for 24 years. And they have children. Does she have a job? Yeah, she She's uh, Dr. Dre's wife. As far as I know. Um, How old are they kids? I believe, don't get me to pull them, but I might, I think they're over 18. Okay. I was about to say, yo, she asked for spouse support on top of child support. That's robbery. But yeah, let's get into it. I mean... Unfortunately, like we've been hearing this since the '80s from Eddie. Half, like <laughs> it's one of those things that you gotta consider uh, when you get married. And you know, everybody doesn't want to like tie in love and money all the time because the two can probably be a conflict of interest and maybe corrupt one or the other. But at the same time, it's just it's part for the course um, when you get married. These aren't things you think about, but these are things that you should think about. Um, it's like, how do you want to split assets if things were to end for whatever reasons? But I just want to get y'all take on how y'all feel about her request. And also, how do you feel about marriage as a whole with, you know, the concept that if it's over, then you're liable to lose a half of what you worked for. I'm definitely an advocate of a prenup. Um, but when I heard about the two million, I heard about it on the radio, and they said two million, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then I heard a month, and I was like, oh shit, that's a lot. Um, and then they gave like a breakdown, but I feel like the breakdown didn't really add up to what it was, and like a lot of the stuff was like not really. It just wasn't adding up, so I just feel like that was kind of silly to have two million a month. Like that's a little excessive. But I also don't know what his net worth is, so I don't know if that. Eight hundred million. But is Dre at the point where he's netting two million? 
that's the real question though. Um, possibly. Possibly. Eight hundred. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two mil a month is twenty four mil a year. Is Dr. Dre making more than twenty four million dollars a year? I think so. I believe so. I think so. It's, um, but I'm supposed to pay you twenty four million dollars yeah, a year, a year. because you don't want to be in a marriage with me no more. And it's not like child support. Like Jeez, spouse yeah. support is yeah. until death do y'all part, pretty much, right? Does After. she does she have a job? No. Even and that actually works in her favor though. The fact that she never had a job and they got married, so it's like That's you're is aware. Is she a lawyer though? Yes, she is. A, she or she was a lawyer, right? She, she's an attorney. Like That's an independent wack. joint, That's or she for? I she mean, probably manipulated the documents. Facts. Because Doctor Dre said he didn't even know about it. Doctor Dre. I mean, me if we're gonna keep it a bug, <laughs> if we're gonna keep it a bug, it seems like Doctor Dre wasn't the best person to handle his paperwork. Nah, we can really say from jump. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he mishandled his own marriage paperwork. I don't want to necessarily say she made it. Like, he probably uh, that's funny. Wait, so this is final? Like she's getting two mil month, or she requested it? No, that was a request. Yes, yeah, request. So they're gonna have to meet somewhere in the middle, but sixty thousand a year. If, a, if the middle is like a million a month, I'm still like she. That's crazy. Like, you're going to make 12 million a year just off of just living. Divorcing me. It's different, though, because we know Dre for, like, what he did in the music and then with the beats and all that shit. 24 years, what album was that? Chronic 2001? Or 2001? Um, Right before. Yeah, right before. Mm -hmm. So, Dre was a millionaire before that. Like, this situation is different from Bezos because his wife is pretty much with him from the jump and she has shares in the company so for her to get what she got that makes sense I don't think she I'm not in the place to say what she does deserve but I don't think she deserves that like that's a little excessive in my opinion what you think um shit man I feel like that's a lot of motherfucking money but at the same time I remember Dre was on this interview supposed to big up your woman exactly. it's like nigga I'm being nice <laughs> you got to use this against me that's dirty you had a right to remain silent everything you say can right, and real. will be used against yeah, Miranda, you I, I do want to uh, play devil's advocate real quick though um, given Dr. Dre's history of um, domestic violence she was married to him for 24 years if we don't have her talk we don't necessarily know what she did behind the scenes she could have held it down like he said, she took care of the children. He's on the road, always in the studio, all of that. So if you're worth a billion, and I don't want to just throw allegations on him because I'm just, that's the worst case scenario. But best case scenario, if she just held down the house while he was literally 
building his career and allow for him to do that carefree, you know, not worrying about his children being raised properly. She might have a, a nice, you know, argument to get that price, to be honest with you. You just got to think about the quality of her life, too. Like, it's going to be, she can't, you know, downgrade this is hella motherfucking much. Like, uh, one bedroom somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, Two million. Draper rich our whole lifetime. So it's like our so lifetime, we was born in 92. He really started getting money Alright, if he was getting it personally, his assets were built since our lifetime. Like he had in WA before we ever He was living like a rich nigga whether he had yeah, the money or yeah. not. Yeah, he had it, he had it, but he didn't have it. Because intellectual property, you have it. Yeah, like, he it's worth. He had he bread. He didn't have this worth. No, he, oh. didn't, he didn't own his own intellectual property. He was making two cents a record. He was selling True, but if you priced his worth, whatever does, you know, whatever that means. I he mean, might not be able to touch a liquid, but he's been worth like being like a golden producer since not really. like I mean, 92. I mean, of course, you have the production, but if you, if you don't own the masters, you don't own that music. Alright, so even if you want to talk about Tupac since the was broke too, but he's still yeah. rich at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, Tupac was broke as well. He died in debt. Yeah. But he's still rich because look at his the estate. Persona. Yeah, but that's. But who owns the estate? That's his family. family. His family. Finally. No, nah, they didn't. No, nah, they always own a estate. Yeah. Death Row just had the music. You feel me? It's a, it's a difference between. And that's only a certain amount of his catalog because he wasn't always on Death Row. Yeah. Yeah, but who owned those masters? Originally. Believe it. Uh, he owned. She owned the non Death Row. So it's You talking about from the jump? Or? Yeah. If we, if we really want to dive to Speculate this is a rollout go for an go album go. or something. Um, go, go. He just misses Granny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some might even say uh, 
this is just it's been the writers been on the wall they always had drama throughout their whole relationship but how do you think this will end or do you think this is just this headline material just quiet right now for both of them they've been chilling Keep it hot, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I wasn't really invested in this shit, so, like, getting alerts on my phone about it, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm about to say. Like, like a Twitter alert saying, like, this is news now. Like, I don't care. <laughs> um, I mean, she did brag about not cooking or cleaning. So, like, I can understand how that, that, might, that might turn some niggas off. Like, some niggas might get into when you went married. I mean, but you yeah, how, so they used to home cook meals and all that. So, you knew what she was yeah, how many, how many? Went into yeah, exactly. So, so she knew what she was getting into. Exactly. You only proving the point. It worked both ways. I can't neither confirm Legends more than I, but I'm sure he's been fucking. You know what I'm saying? Bitches. And they got together when them niggas <laughs> on top of the world. So, come on, like, bro. You can kind of say it came with the territory if that is the case. You got baby mamas. What does that mean? Plural. <laughs> Man, you got it. <laughs> How do y'all feel about just celebrity couples of one? What should be like? What should be the rule? I don't care. Like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, if you had that kind of bread for all the single women, you know what I'm saying? Here, like, what would you suggest? Them, them, like, last, like, holding their time up until. Maybe. I, I, I would say. What so when you at your mind and at the top of your game, do you feel that people, male or female, should be involved seriously with somebody, unless it's something really legit? It's got to be genuine. And yeah. I, I said this before on here, but like, nigga, I fuck with Brian and Savannah just because, nigga, they've been together since high school type shit. You feel me? So it's like, if you at the the peak of not necessarily your peak, but if you living a different lifestyle. You cannot guarantee that a, a woman's connection with you is genuine. So I wouldn't really encourage you to. I wouldn't encourage you to jump into something serious at that level. You know, unless it's something that's been established. Unless you know that's somebody you already rock with. But finding new people, you, you meeting way too many people, and too many people are trying to just like appease you at that at that point. Yeah. So it's like. Even if you do find someone genuine, it's still gonna be a hundred other ones just trying to throw you the box. You feel me? Like it's just it's not a good time to to start something serious unless it's already established. Or even if you find a good one, you don't really know if it's a hundred percent for you. Like, how do you know me? If you know me for what I do rather than who I am, then it's different. It's definitely uh, I don't know. It could be a plus, but it could also be like you know. Somewhat of a negative thing in your, you know, your career. If you do have a relationship and that's like something that you're kind of more focused on, so you're trying to like juggle the two. Maybe like one will lack, but at the same time, if you do have someone like who understands your lifestyle, who understands your work ethic, it can be very beneficial because it'll always have you focused. However, it's just you know the industry can be pretty nasty whether you're in Hollywood or you're in the rap game or whatever so it's just it's always good to have somebody in your corner whether it's like a strong woman or 
I mean, yeah, it could be a strong woman, whether it's a mother, a sister, or a girl, or you know. But at the same time, um, you probably travel further if you travel travel light. So that's true. I appreciate that we didn't have to like see this breakup. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like ugly. It wasn't no public type shit. It wasn't like no Chris Brown and Karuchi. You feel me? Like I'm glad they're handling they handling shit behind the scenes. Like. Ye- I'm sure if niggas was outside though, it'd probably be some shit. But I'm just glad that we not. We don't I mean, the nigga did pop up on stage while she was performing. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. It still happened. True. <laughs> Didn't happen this time. Was that time can't happen this time? Because I remember at the time yes. there were a lot of headlines. Okay, it can be interpreted that way. That's something. I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't do it, but it's like what it's, are, have there been? Okay, have there been times where you might have? Done anything wrong, like where you might have just threw off the vibe in your relationship, and you know you need to get some get back. What are some things that you've done, like you know, just to like try to win them back over? Because they said that's toxic. I know a lot of men were probably like, damn, like, I would have did the same thing, like showed up on stage with roses and shit. <laughs> me yeah, like, like he's a star too, so it's like your fans would love to see me. Yeah. And I'm surprised that you were flowers, so he probably didn't have the necessarily wrong intentions, but it just probably was the the crazy execution. crazy part about it is women always say if if you're gonna embarrass me in public, you gotta apologize in public. And it's like bro, I came on stage at your show and apologized. It was like, how is that fucking toxic? You want me to be say public? I was <laughs> saying he did both. Yeah. She's always right. What did he do? It's all a legend. Yeah. It's all a legend. What is all saying? You're not black, right? Yeah. Black men don't cheat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amigos. That's a fact. Yeah, We don't claim him. <laughs> Are y'all? You cannot claim him. I don't know him, so I can't. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know him. <laughs> As an aside, do y'all look forward to uh, listening to new Migos music? Because it's been a while since we heard them as a group. They dropped um, some songs recently. I like the NBA Youngboy song with the uh, the, the, the Get In My Car. Oh, oh yeah, the Get In My Car yeah, song. Yeah, uh, yeah, needed. Need it. It's hard, uh, hard track. Um, we not outside. I don't know if Migos gonna hit the same. What do you expect from Migos at this point? Nothing. Same shit we got last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, like on a disrespect shit, but I don't expect yeah, I don't expect nothing new. Yeah. I mean, in this time, what type of music do you want to hear? If we're not outside, like, like, what you trying to? I'm trying to hear some vibes, about? man. I'm just trying to hear some vibey, wavy shit. Not yeah. like no turn up crazy, like super energetic shit. I'm more so I'm just like some waves, some melodies, some damn. Electric pianos and shit like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Trying to have some shorties over, huh? Just riding me, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can play in my car, because that's the only place I'm going. Facts. But as the turn of these days, those, any those uh, random trips to run errands, mm. that's when you get to really slap your music. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm about to go turn up before an event. Right. Yeah. Pre game it before the grocery store. Then take a couple shots. Suffering right now, like man, we ain't heard shit from the baby in goddamn months now. He might be, he might be after that album. I don't know. 
You know, they break on Baby can chill. Baby can chill. But the turn up dudes, I mean, they get their money off of shows. You know, they're not really getting the bread off the streams like that. So it's like, obviously, they going to be affected by it. Shit. So the niggas that really do have the vibes and just shit, they really going up right now. Um, let me just ask quick. I kind of think I know the answer. The, the baby or little baby? Yeah. Oh, y'all rocking with more? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm rocking with a little more. For sure, for sure. Not nothing against the duh baby, but I don't know. That nigga said, when, 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 bitch, I'm little baby. And blew up. <laughs> and that was the hardest line. And blew up. Nigga, bro. Like, nigga, he took over, he took over a, a Drake song. Like, that was a Drake feature where he was like, nigga, didn't need it. Didn't need it. <laughs> nah. Nah, that was a perfect Yeah. Song. Yeah. Drake didn't really give a full verse for one. It was, it was like hard, but that was like the fusion dance. He's one of the few. Lil Baby's one of the few to outshine a Drake feature. Well, I'm going to ask your artist, Nick. Nick, you're an artist. E, you're an artist. Would you guys take a Drake feature at this time? Motherfucking yeah. What you mean, bro? Everybody gonna know. Help me. Help me. Like, nigga, didn't we just talk about the Drake starter back? Like, two weeks ago? Yeah, but I'm asking because... Or was it a couple years ago? I'm asking because a lot of people would say otherwise. I can get the Drake verse, but I'm gonna just kick it with bro. Keep the relationship. There's some niggas like McCone. that. Nah, yeah. niggas are like my bad, my bad, my bad. Do you feel like you need a unique sound to get a Drake feature? Like somebody, something that nobody heard? Not necessarily. You look out of a wave too. Drake like to uh, get other people's audiences. So if you got like something nice going to where he can like, all right, I want to incorporate. My brand with your, your people's. It'll have to be something like that. But the thing with Drake is he want all the people, so it don't even matter. Like you could be on some like super turn up. You could be on some uh, I, I really rap, like I'm on some Griselda shit, and he'll probably fuck with you. Like fortunately, but you know, it just hasn't worked out for everybody that has got that Drake first. I feel like it ain't a genre that he won't touch. Who, who hasn't worked? McConan won, but he signed him as well. That was a big mistake. I mean, that, that too is like someone did have a little run. No, I had a run. It was a bop. But he didn't. Do you think that mm-hmm. did, you know, I think that created a little buzz for Supper Club? Like when it was going Hell yeah. Hell so yeah. Supper Club went up big over on the Tuesday. I wasn't in there. I was doing class. I think it got shut down on the Tuesday too. Yeah, I was doing homework. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> Some niggas went outside. No, I never went. I've never been a sub. Me neither. I always saw the line though. It was, looked like it was jumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two stars. But um, let's get into some new music that dropped this week. Uh, LA Native, Compton Native, Problem dropped a, a project. I haven't listened to it in full. Um, Nash was running it um, pre show. Sounded really good to be honest with you. Um, I didn't have no expectations of a sound from Problem at this stage of his career because I was just saying this earlier that uh, how I was introduced to him was kind of like on some uh, Terrace Martin type way, but also I was reminded that in 08 he was on the turn up scene as well. So he kind of has a lot of bags that he can hop in, which kind of makes him dangerous. Uh, 
he's often not mentioned a lot when we think about West Coast artists that's been holding it down, but I think he's definitely one that's that slept on and underrated on making that list. And um, I just want to know, like, have y'all peeped the project? If y'all haven't, would y'all peep the project? Or, you know, what y'all feel about Problem? I haven't uh, peeped the new one yet, but I, I've seen, like, the videos and the clips that he's been dropping and shit on Instagram. I know he got a joint with Snoop. He just put out a little while ago. Yeah, uh, yeah you feel me? So I, I definitely fuck with Problem as an artist. I actually uh, met him um, at Homegrown uh, Radio a couple years ago. His manager was doing... Uh, PR shit for Griff. Okay. And then I was up there with, with y'all niggas um, on Tierra and uh, Jay Clay show. And um, yeah, bro, he's a cool nigga. You feel me? He was, um, his music is solid, nigga. I really fucked with that uh, Mollywood shit when they when it dropped. But um, I'm gonna definitely tap in uh, with some new problem. Hey, what you thinking, um, Trump? Same. I gotta tap in. Uh, I'm not actually real familiar with problem music. Like some of his stuff that I've heard in passing. So like I was just saying um, before Mike, right before we got on the mics, I've never really sat through an entire project, but from what I was hearing with Cam Blast and shit, it sounded nice. So uh, yeah. yeah, I'll tap in. Yeah. yeah, man, I had a chance to work with him uh, a lot, um, so I just always got to tap in with his shit. I haven't really checked this one out just yet, but um, seems like he's in a really good space in his life, just personally outside of the music. He seems real comfortable. And, like, oh yeah. Um, from what I've known from him, he's always pushing boundaries and always doing different shit. But he he's one of those artists who feels like the people want a certain thing from him, even though he could do so much more. Um, so it's good to just see him just explore, I guess, kind of like other sides of the... I mean, put out other sides of the music besides just like the West Coast turn up shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's really like a dope-ass lyricist, too. Like, just like, as far as bars go... Bars on bars, you know what I'm saying? It's a cool nigga, so definitely got to tap in and I'm gonna just add it to my Apple Music shit. Word up. I think some niggas get turned off just because, like, you low key hear problem on the radio a lot, so you think he just do turn up music, but it's like that nigga's an artist. He's a real like MC type Mm -hmm. shit. That nigga rap for years. And what do you think about the Like, what do you think about that as an artist, like, having that struggle to where it's like, damn, I done messed around and made this song, everybody love it. That's not necessarily the bag I'm always in, but now that the people want it, you got to do good business. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, man, once you only get one introduction to the public, you only get one chance at a first impression, so once everybody kind of know you for something, you kind of get pigeonholed in there, especially if you feed into that and you don't really like diversify from that sound for a while because it's what's getting you booming it's what's getting you shows and then when you like but I can do this also a lot of people are like that's not what we want you for man like I want you for this shit right here and so I mean it's a tough tough line to walk but I feel like if you're a true artist you're just gonna do what motivates you to do music whether people is super loving it or not low key you don't want to yeah, low key. I feel like that's how Kevin Hart kind of got stuck playing the same role in every movie. Because it's like, no, nigga, we getting you t- to be this. Yeah, like, no serious. <laughs> like, should be the little funny guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I even remember uh, B.O.B. Like, it was just, it was like, damn, it was a total 
360. Like, how I met him wasn't how, like, he would end up becoming him. Right. So, it's just like, I don't know. And I feel like he's still trying to get his audience back as a result. Um, but what's messed up is he could do both. Like, yeah, he, was, he wasn't bad at it. Yeah. I feel like he came out on that pop shit. Like, yeah. really got him going. And then, once you're tired of doing pop shit, you're like, I'm a rapper. I'm from the hood. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I do shit. I just uh, I finally heard all the uh, the blast shit. Finally okay. ran through it. Yeah, it's solid. He got a nice little uh, pocket. You feel me? I think he he might be um, like a new uh, new new sound. He might lead a new sound type shit. Um, Is it new though? Like, it ain't really. It's not new, masses. but yeah. yeah. It's it's. I mean, like ain't nothing new under the sun. But it's just all about how you put it together and how you present it. You know, and he do got talent, you know what I'm saying? So it's like Am I wrong for thinking artists like that are all somewhat sons of Ty Dollar Sun? No. Nah. You can definitely hear the influence. Yeah. That's how I always correlated, to be honest with you. And I don't know if that's a slight, because nobody necessarily wants to be compared to another artist. But at the same time, it's like Ty's a great artist. Like he's another one of those artists like to get in any bag and you wouldn't be mad at somebody saying you sound like Ty Dolla so like that's a compliment low key depending on the person but overall it is yeah overall I feel like uh, in music LA is uh, and nobody LA never really went nowhere but it's like we're still on top like we're having a, a pop sound in our region and seem like uh, it's all coming out at a great time because in the NBA the Lakers at least that team in LA let's <laughs> fucking go it's looking good uh, my bad Jay <laughs> it's gonna be alright yeah, he got a Clipper fan unfortunately Shane man <laughs> yeah man uh, we all wanted to see LA LA unfortunately I'm just gonna close out I did I need to see it in the city. Yeah, Yeah, that's the same thing I was saying last week. Yeah, I need to see it in the city. But, you know, Flipper's going to flip. Would you look forward to seeing it next year? Yeah, if if, if it's at Staples. If it's at Staples. I don't think we will get it next year. Yeah, nah. Lakers ain't going to make it. Chill. I feel like the Clippers is going to do a slight blow up. Yeah, I think they're gonna switch their game up. Yeah. Just to change their core around a little bit. Doc Rivers might even be going too. Bro, Doc Rivers. Would you fire Doc? I would fire Doc. Yeah. 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 If he gets fired, it's solely because of Game 7. Because, one, you let Paul George play a little too long. Two, for you to be a defensive-minded coach, you have a former candidate for defensive player of the year sitting on your bench that could have gave you a good 10 to 12 minutes on Jokic and Joakim Noah and did not play him 
at all. You have Patrick Patterson, who is a fucking clown. <laughs> comments that he made towards black women, but yeah. he can't hoop. Fuck that him. nigga didn't play at all. So it's like, bro, you just got out coached. Yeah, that's the And it's circumstances way too hard. Be the first time. I'll, it's I the third just, time. Introduce <laughs> this idea. Do you think there's some type of bubble effect going on? Not to give them an excuse or anything, but like you said, the players did look like they quit on the coach. I do think it's a bubble effect. I think the bubble effect is whoever plays harder is going to win. That's everything. But you can't forget that they did vote not to play again after the Bucks did the boycott. Yeah, they so half, they could have been half in, half out. I mean, shit, they not the only team kind of just crumble. Like, what happened with the Bucks? Do you think they just legit got outplayed? Yes, yes. And outcoached. Yes. Outplayed and outcoached. Giannis can't shoot. Giannis is not who the media make him up to be. Giannis can't shoot. Y'all uh, think who would y'all got gave the MVP to if not Giannis? The I'm saying yeah. Chris Paul should have got more votes than that. Shit, you can make it at all. Point four. Yeah, they had a point four percent. I think the Bucks got the same problem as the Rockets. Um. Your coach never makes adjustments, so that's why you lose, you know? So it's like we can game plan for everything that you do, and you're still going to do the same thing, you know? So The Rockets is different because they built not to make adjustments. Like, we're going to play one way, and we're going to stick this but one that's way. that's the dumbest shit ever. It's not going to work in a playoff. That doesn't work we're gonna in play, sports. <laughs> we're going to play the exact same but way every time. You got to give him credit to how the league is played right now. It is based off of his offensive schemes. It's really, he just didn't catch, catch up. Which is weird. Like you set the pace, and then everybody, like offensive schemes, yeah. yeah, defensive. He don't have one. He never had one. That's why Phoenix never went nowhere. That's why the Knicks never went nowhere. That's why we fucking imploded when he was the coach of the Lakers. It's like, bro, Phoenix had a chance in 05 for for them injections. I mean, bro, them niggas missed twenty seven straight threes in a row. Kept shooting them. You would think. Kept shooting them. Yo, take a step in. Attack the basket. Get a layup, son. Not to, um, I, I hate to like, bring it back to the Clippers, but they had that same problem in game seven, too. It's like, yo, y'all didn't attack the basket until 45 seconds was left in the game. Doc Rivers. Oh. Yeah, Doc might be out of there. Honestly, I'm even gone, man. I think you want to be gone. Seven years, a couple... Nice-ass squads he could have gone somewhere with. They never made it out the second round. Y'all thought, it's not the first time he blew it. It's the third time. Only coach in history. And he's done, like, he blew it. Three, oh, three, some other shit he blew, like. Most game seven losses, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough. On a personal note, y'all think he still want to coach that team? I hope not. He probably, he want to coach. It might be an amicable split at this point. Um, but I can't necessarily uh, If I was Doc I wouldn't blame the team He's still on the contract Would you coach the team Where the nigga That cheated on your daughter Is playing uh, That part But he He go he go? <laughs> Can he Not in Good when you need game Break it down For those who don't know Cause this is very complicated Break it down The science of- You want it freeze No you got it Cause I'm a, I gotta I'm gonna jump in after To tell my Alright Start from the beginning Paul George used to date Doc Rivers' wife. Wife? I mean, wow. I'm tripping. Daughter. He used to date Doc Rivers' daughter. That nigga cheated on her with a stripper. Ended up getting the stripper pregnant. Paid the stripper a million dollars to get the baby aborted. She did not. She did not. He ends up marrying her. Yeah, 
Paul George is going through a lot. That's going nasty. Through a lot. That's why he was having a hard time against uh, Seth, Cur- uh, Seth Curry. The Mavericks, because Seth Curry is now dating her. No, they're married. Yeah, That's why I got oh, married. married. That's oh, why I got married. Yeah, yeah, bro. So he caught that nigga bitch ass. Bitch nigga. ass. You feel me? Fuck you, little forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's Word, he get said. up here. Nah. Small world though, nigga. I um, I actually ran into Seth Curry's um old girlfriend. Um, she was a hooper But I was at my old job And I was going around Passing business cards And Seeing her at the Little front seat It's like Yo, I'm trying to do my thing Get a card You feel me We exchange cards And shit She was an attractive Girl You feel me I'm like She don't look like Doc Rivers No 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 I'm not talking about <laughs> Doc Rivers though. I'm talking oh. about his, He had a, a old joint I'm like Damn she no, she looked like Doc Rivers. Looked her up on the uh, <laughs> looked her up on the gram. I'm like, oh shit, nigga, that's Seth Curry girlfriend. Yeah, that's the horrible thing. Um, I hate when you see like a girl and her father, and you see the resemblance. That is like, damn, like, sheesh, that's cold. <laughs> like, you were actually pretty, but now that I see it, I can't unsee it now. And that's that's the worst. And that's kind of the one thing that makes me like afraid to have a daughter because I know I got strong features. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> I hate for my daughter to just be like female me. I'm like, you ain't winning out here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that happens. <laughs> I'm like, I won't want uh, a female that. that like, nah, you pretty much saying it worked for me. I don't know if it's working. I don't know if it translates like that. <laughs> but um, ain't that fluid? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, you can take a timeout, man. Yeah. <laughs> Play defense with your feet. Play defense with your feet, man. Hey, uh, one NBA baller uh, got caught out there, man. Just trying to live his life, Ty Lawson. Oh, I thought we was going to different. <laughs> oh, which one? You thought we were going I thought you was about to bring up Bronny, but we can go to Ty, oh, Ty Lawson. Come on, let him live. We'll get to that young man. Nah, man, he ain't do nothing wrong. Ty Lawson though got in trouble for being on the internet. He didn't do nothing wrong in my eyes either. Nah, bro, it's China. They they shut shit down, bro. They got Skynet. <laughs> like what's the what's the they big do. deal? Like that's seriously. a bro. That's like a, a communist country. They dictators. Nigga. They they control everything, bro. Like they shut the internet off. Like Carrie was out there for a summer. It was like it was no way to get in contact with them. They'll just turn the internet off. Like they do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like. Lesson learned uh, to anybody traveling: just uh, be careful because you might not know the rules and stuff, and you don't want to uh, get caught out there. There's been a lot of cases over the years where we heard people get locked up overseas or Man. locked up internationally. Wherever. Shout out to Leangelo. Yes. Just as as a real nigga, don't pull your phone out in the strip club. Like, enjoy yourself, man. Have y'all ever pulled your phone out at the strip club? Like, cause I feel like that's a protocol I thought was like a no-no. No, it's one of them unwritten rules. Well, I thought it was like that's something. The only time y'all got free range to do that. You got a section and you buy some bottles and you throw a hell of money. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Promo footage right here. I'm gonna make it look good. I'm gonna put my music behind. Never be admiring. That's real. That's a quick little video. That's real. Just up there. Donkey and throwing, you know, $20, 50 I ain't gonna pull my phone out. Yeah, nah. Cause I've seen it and I just always was just like, I, 
I don't always see it get shunned. I've seen, you know, some strippers be like, nah, like, we're not doing that. But I think a lot of the strip club owners are like, if you're not comfortable being on camera, don't show your ass up nowadays. That's oh, what right. I heard from Damn. Damn. Got the inside school. Yeah. Mm. My brother running AOD, and he's like, yeah. Mm. Rapper news. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not comfortable being on camera, I respect that. Makes sense. Yeah, I respect that. Makes sense. Straightforwardness. They definitely get some uh, high high price clientele coming through. Yeah, you fuck around, get famous in there. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of fame? (laughs) Don't let fucking. What's the price of fame? Ross and Drake put you in the video type shit. Mm Y'all mess around. Drake will come through your show one night. I would love to see Drake meet up with all the women he shouted out in songs. To see like how that would go. go. All together in the same room? That would be interesting. That would make a nice video. Yeah. 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 No, that would. Yeah. Drake's true love. Man. He picked up all the chicks he ever had in life. A line about mm. Courtney on Street. Bro. <laughs> like some flavor of love type For shit. Real. Some flavor of love. Be like, oh, that's court. Oh shit! I see you are. Oh, I get it, nigga. <laughs> he trying to pick up enough accents to get Rihanna back, man. Yeah. Oh, that nigga was kicking it with her brother and shit too. So I'm sure. <laughs> Over Chris Brown's dead body. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is somewhere. Fuck out of here. Up right now, like. Nah, that what nigga. What doing? Chris still focused Bro. on Victor Cruz right now, and that nigga going through it. Yeah, I think he really he uh, going through a lot of shit, man. That shit's crazy. Great fucking artist. Keep putting out that word, nigga. I hate to word it like this, but is Chris Brown a kingmaker? Or a queenmaker, rather? Eh, I feel like Rihanna already had that trajectory. No, it's not. Does she have that? It's though? not the artist. It's the people. I don't have to say. Because there's some women that they date that don't blow up. Like, you know. Did but Baby Bonds blow up? You know, so it's kind of okay. like you gotta have, you gotta bring something to the table too. So the the kind of effect that Drake have on your musical career, Chris Brown could pretty much have you on your social career, like your social your lifestyle. Like Karuchi had a little bit of buzz being a stylist, but Karuchi is interesting looking. Like we don't see a lot of people who look like Karuchi. It's a lot of Black and Asian women that look similar. Jim Bubba looks like Karuchi. Who? Chris Brown. Her best friend. What was that? She was on Baldwin Hills. What's her name? Or not her best friend. But oh, the psycho. Yeah, they look so. Oh, word. Like, like Janae. That's what she yeah. kind of looked like. That, I yeah. see more Janae, but why? For why I didn't know uh, she was half and half. Krooji. Um, yeah. I yeah. Know yeah. Asian. Her last name Trey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just thought she was Asian. I didn't know she was black. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. But um. But yeah. Off the shorties. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about them for days. But um, let's get into our interview, man. Like I said at the top of the show, we got a special guest, our boy Animal. Enemizé. AKA Enemizé. You know what I'm saying? LA native, um, Inglewood, you know, yeah. all of that. Um, rapper, wah, 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 wah. engineer, actor, Vixen. You name it. You might have seen him. Let's just <laughs> it's a man of many hats. But yeah, um, Right to the show and just uh, just a great artist that we want to introduce and just talk to and just pick his brain. So first off, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you coming to the clapping. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always, always. It's definitely not too. We got the sparklers coming. It's not really unfamiliar <laughs> to be in a studio space. Um, 
like we work together freeze because definitely uh worked with animal a lot it's it's several artists full projects who's counting who's counting but yeah um so first off how you doing hey i'm on high man just uh moving maneuvering doing all the things to try and be productive man that's it oh yeah Pulled you, up in a nice whip. Yeah, thank you, man. You know, you got to treat yourself, not cheat yourself. Uh, you know, yeah. Talk about it. That man work hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you eating? Nah, I got the blue okay. joint. G class. Match the hat. But um, but yeah, like we talked about earlier in the show, just the quarantine kind of put a lot of things in slow motion. Being an artist, how did you maneuver around that? Um, first I was just purely lazy and didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> Welcome to break because I was just exhausted at the time of the year. So yeah, I just uh, sat down, recharged my batteries a little bit, played way too much 2K. And uh, <laughs> who are you running with on 2K? Shit, I just played my career keeping it. Okay, yeah, okay, I mean, okay. Just in the rec center all day. Shooting in the gym, PS4, baby. Okay, uh, real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> So once I finally got tired of that, it, it just, it was literally like, just one, like, one day I was just like, nigga, no more two fucking K, my niggas are 99, like, nigga, just go do some other what shit, else? get no better. <laughs> so I finally, uh, that's when I tapped in, and uh, I really locked in, and I dropped a project called Locked In, where I just made seven songs in seven days, every day I was just waking up and just producing something, engineering it, writing it, fucking... so much in the zone because you did have time to kind of like yeah. just wind down. I was in such a zone because I hadn't recorded for so long. I just been kind of avoiding my own creative processes. And then when I finally got in that zone, I had so much goddamn weed. I was smoking like uh, <laughs> ounce every three, four days. The, the nigga just rolling them up. So I was high as a motherfucker in my house home studio, didn't have to go nowhere, didn't have to brush my teeth, nigga, I'm just in here, that's fine, just going, get up here, sitting on the mic, yeah, you know weird, and, yeah, uh, so that one came pretty naturally to me, and then, like I said, once I'm on the wave, I just ride it out to the, to the maximum ability of, uh, that I can, you know what I'm saying, because I don't know when the next one's going to come, you know what I'm saying, so, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty easy, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to act like it was, like, super, super feet for me, but, I understand that it's not typical, but because yeah. I engineer myself and produce myself, it's like I have no middleman, so it's just easy for me to just lock in with myself and get what I want done, uh, get it how I want it sounding, you know what I'm saying? So it's a pretty easy process for me personally. 
do you prefer a process like that to where you're kind of like isolated and you just you're working in just your workstation or do you kind of sometimes like a crowd just for reaction or vibe energy um honestly i like recording by my goddamn self i'll try ridiculous shit you know like let me try this falsetto now I, that shit sound terrible no, 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 so uh, i definitely prefer, like the creativity the freedom of just recording by yourself without no eyes on you and then i'll play it for somebody after and you know get their opinions you know what i'm saying but i like getting opinions on stuff that's pretty much completed to the best of my ability first and then i'll be like so what do you think no, it's the best shit ever, right? Right. <laughs> say it is. Yeah. Say, say it. Is. Yeah. 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 Now I feel that um, I know that you engineer and you make beats as well. Yeah. So I'm curious to know: is there ever a conflict of creativity if you're saying like, "All right, I know I'm about to engineer for this artist. You have ears, so you're listening to what they're making." And then when you go to make your own, do you ever find like it's like damn? Sometimes I need to not hear other people's music. Oh to yeah, not get absolutely, absolutely. I find when I'm engineering real heavy, my personal creativity is pretty much done because it's like working at a job, and then you go home and your job is your fun. So you like, I don't want to have this kind of fun right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can force myself, but I, it's not the best product when I do that. So. I gotta find times in between my engineering schedules where I might have maybe four or five days off type shit, you know, where I can really take that day or two off that I need and then I can kind of get into my own shit, but just trying to, trying to bounce off of somebody else, you know, when I've been working eight hours, doing ten hours in the studio, it's pretty tough for me to get creative after that. I understand that, because I hear that a lot of artists, um, they often say, like, I can't really listen to what's going on because I don't want it to mess Absolutely. with my ideas and what I think I'm going to come up with. And even after engineering some time, I don't even want to hear music. I'll just ride home in the car in silence. Like, yeah, I don't want to hear nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So definitely take somebody to be, you know, on the helping side of, the, of somebody else's creative process. You know, you're kind of involved in them and, See theirs be the best shit that it can be, so I'm giving my input and giving my you know, best effort on this shit. And want to be fully present, you know. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. I definitely feel that. Um, I know you work with a nice list of people on here. Uh, I see Kendrick Lamar, yeah, J Cole, Ty Dolla Sign, Problem. Yeah, a lot of these, you know, West Coast greats that we were just mentioning earlier. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of crazy to see a list like this to ask this question, but I mean, just I've just stopped short because DJ Mustard calls and Pharrell, like, with a list like this, who haven't you worked with that you're looking forward to working with one day? Um, of course, Drake. I fuck with Drake heavy. Uh, I've been bumping Brent Fires a lot. I think he's I think he got straight wavy shit. Drop some new shit too. Yeah, he just dropped some new shit the other day. I fuck with that. Young Thug. Yeah, like Thug a lot. Shit. Late Great Nipsey. Well, I'll probably know. Well, I'll never have a chance to, you know, but. You know, never say never. You never get home with some other Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'll get working And it's crazy because the second part of the question is in what capacity 
with each artist because like we said you're a producer you're yeah. an engineer like um, if you were to give a beat to somebody like who's the first person you would have in mind like based off the last beat that's your style uh, last shit I'm thinking so that would be somebody what's called Kendrick Kendrick okay somebody in TBE you know I'd love to give uh, Oh, you know who I fuck with on TDE? Who's kind of bubbling Just getting their shit together Baby King Oh, yeah Baby King go kind of crazy I would like to get some, some, some shit on him I want some young nigga wave You know what I'm saying? Nice. That type of shit Absolutely That'd be nice Kim is definitely uh, Just like you said On the young nigga wave I think yeah. he was 19, basically Yep yeah, That's crazy Outside of the music um, I'm not sure a lot of people know your sister. She got this show. I think people might have yeah, heard of. Tiny little show. Yeah, it's just on it's HBO. A little bit of baby noise. Called Insecure. Just won his first Emmy today. Oh, oh word! Show. Congratulations! Clap for that! Clap for that! How does it feel to just you know? I know you you you've been on a couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, I know you. Just how, how does that experience feel And just How does it feel Seeing your sister Getting that much support And that much love And success Man it's crazy It's just crazy to watch um, And I know she deserves it Because she's such A hard working Organized Driven Self motivated yeah, Kind of person And she has been Like her whole life So It's not much of a surprise But Maybe the surprising part Is how Quickly And how strongly Everybody mm-hmm. has taken to her And how how fiercely they defend her and like you know, She got a commercial with the NBA, bro. She's the boy. I see her on TV every day. Every game. You know, I'm tired of her. Sick of seeing you. You got to do commercial break. It's amazing. Like the best of all, like the NBA is my favorite organization, favorite company, anything. Like I just love working NBA basketball and to have her, my family, who I love more than anything. Just had them come together and just like when I first seen it, I was like running laps around my house. I'm like, I text her like, you've done a lot of famous shit, but this one right here is the one for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um, just seeing her reach different milestones and different fucking accolades and accomplishments, it's inspiring to me personally. It lets me know it can be done. Absolutely. And you know, it's just motivational always. Now, is she older or younger? She's than older than me. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. Okay. Fixes. It's totally different. They like, look, just act and say this. Don't look at the camera. And in every video I've been in, it's like, look at the camera. Everybody look at the camera. Look at that. Look right at the camera. Totally different piece of the market. I love it. Especially on that level and just knowing that so many people are going to see it. And you know what I'm saying? It's exciting to me. I love acting and playing characters. You know what I'm saying? Just and being on those sets, having my own trailer and shit, I'm like, oh, this is it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can get used to this. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you ever a part of the YouTube series? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Awkward Black Girl, I did all the music, all the composition. Like, So anytime you heard like some background music, I did the theme song. And, uh, oh, shit. So yeah, I, did, I was 
heavily involved. I did a little bit of acting on it as well. Okay. How is it scoring? Um, it's weird a little bit, but it's fun though. You know, you get it's different brain wave that you gotta tap into where you're just like you really just are imagining everything you've seen before and kind of like okay how how do movies work again okay somebody come in and they got this energy but also she made it very easy where she would just have little time codes and cues of like when she wanted the music to come in and the energy that they wanted so then it's like okay now how do I fuck do I make some it's like plug and place energy or like how do I get some romantic suspense mm-hmm. energy you know what I'm saying so yeah. tension uh, yeah, and then the fact that it was on like a time schedule, like, you know what I'm saying? It had it's to like be done. Yeah, it's like you got to be creative on command, you know what I'm saying? In this short amount of time that they got to edit the episode and turn it around, so uh, just of uh, my professionalism, uh, a lot just working in that capacity. Because even though it was an independent project, it was still very professional. Like I said, she's mm-hmm. always like on her shit. Mm-hmm. The quality always was there. The yeah, quality has yeah. always been super important to her. Oh yeah. That's definitely understandable. Um, aside from acting in the show, you are also in Jasmine Sullivan's video. Shout out to Bay who won't let me in. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let him in. Y'all have an important like brand new. Brand new. I know him. <laughs> yeah, but that was dope. That was unexpected too. I just came thinking I was gonna make like a regular little appearance in the video, and then uh, I was with two of the homies who was gonna be in it too, and then it was like. Your animal, right? I was like, yeah, what's up? They was like, all right, we need you to come with us. Like, you need my boys, too? They was like, no, nah, just you. Like, what the hell they got me doing? They was like, yeah, you're going to be playing Jasmine's love interest. I was like, for real? All right, do. shit. <laughs> Say less, nigga. It's because he's tall. I'm trying to need me to do it. Thank you, God. Thank you, Cal Maddie shot the video, so we go back a, a little bit of, uh, a ways, you know, so... Um, Used to stay in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweat task, bro. <laughs> it's great though to come back home and really be like, damn, like I'm making product and making noise, and it's like you want to come get a piece of my city in a sense and get a piece of my yeah. vibe. Yeah, show it in a different light too. Like that's that's what I like the most about it. Oh, Inglewood always had this rapper's one thing, you know, like Mac Ten era and all that. Inglewood up to no good. So much culture in here, though. And now, you know, it's almost unrecognizable. Now you're going down Inglewood, all this construction and Man. shit. So. Getting that stadium ready. Yeah, just to show like the actual Inglewood side that we know, you know, that's somewhere in the middle of those two. You know, yeah. Where it's not super banged out, not super gentrified, but Inglewood's just. Inglewood's <laughs> All this shit y'all could have spent money on. Schools need reconstruction. Nah, nigga, we need a lake. We need fucking roads. Yeah, bro. And you niggas want a fucking lake, dog? They gonna spend money to put fish in that motherfucker? They gonna be feeding pigeons on 
the side and shit. <laughs> shit. Ain't no homeless people gonna be allowed there though. Nope. Facts. But um pretty much to wrap up the interview. I remember going to your listening party. Oh yeah. What year was that first? That was what, twenty eighteen? Two years ago. Yeah, yeah twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. That was a dope experience. And I that was actually my first listening party. And I just remember like damn like speaking on the representation of Inglewood just in the room. I saw it all. I saw like there's a little bit of everybody. Yeah, and it was just yeah, like a yeah. beautiful vibe. Everybody was that was enjoying the music. Special. Most fun night ever for me personally. I just Thanks. it was my birthday and it was my listening yeah. party and okay. I had this extravagant party with all these people who I love and respect. Pulling up and uh, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that I was spending hell of money getting it together. <laughs> like, oh, this Hopefully, it turned out for good. everybody else to have yeah. a good time. It's better so, have fun. A lot of times, once you uh, throw in a party, it's hard to enjoy yourself all the way. But I feel like Man, I made it a point in my head to have a good time tonight. Mm-hmm. Like uh, even if you still ripping and running, you know, appreciate what you got. I was so happy everybody pulled up and everybody was looking good as fuck. I was like, oh, that yeah, shit was a vibe. That was a great turn. Shout out to Uno for uh, helping out at the bar. Yeah, oh, he did. That nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was, yeah. The line was hectic. He was sweating. He was sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was I forgot film. about that. Um, with coronavirus and the pandemic and everything, um, have you thought about? somewhat recreating that vibe uh, virtually or are you kind of like I'm gonna just wait till things are normal yeah I'm, I'm gonna just wait till shit is normal again man virtual is cool but it just ain't the same man I just wanna turn it up and turn around and see people I don't Touch know touch the people you know, oh, yeah. it get that live have reaction random combos reaction. and you know what I'm saying catch your vibe your body language all of this shit so oh, yeah. uh, for me it's, it's tough to get it going virtually but I definitely am looking to do something popping and I can't wait. I had gotten to a point where I was just tired of going out to shit and like, like, what the hell was you thinking, man? How do you get tired of this shit? So now I'm just feeding for it so much and uh, I just can't wait till shit opens up so I can show my whole ass again and just be out here acting like goddamn Yes, fun. sir. Be a whole heathen. Be yes, a heathen. sir. I meant to ask it. I meant to ask when you was talking about the creative process. It's like, so with everything going down right now, like, you know, you're saying you was tired of going out, like, saving money and shit, yeah. but that does add to, like, your creative juices. So. Oh, absolutely. You got shit to talk about. Yeah. You, know? you yeah. see shit. It was a point where I was still kind of fighting the fact that I was inside, and so I was still trying to rap like it was still shit going outside, and I'm just like, what the hell am I talking about? I don't know that. Word. So once I kind of started going inwards and being like, what's actually going on with me? What am I thinking about? You know, that's... That's kind of how I started creating some of the later songs on my project where it was just like more talking about relationships and shit like that and you know so but going out definitely fuels you'll get some bars you know yeah. some punchlines some some shit that, mm-hmm. some scenarios you know what I'm saying so I definitely miss that aspect of it um, okay I definitely uh, agree with that I'm looking forward to when we back outside again and, definitely um, I have no doubt, uh, as hard as you working, that we'll be hearing, seeing you, more of you, because we already been seeing and hearing you, but definitely think uh, just getting started, man. I'm excited to see all that you have. You represent the city well, your family, everybody, and I 
appreciate you coming through, man. Blessing us. Man, a lot of love. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, too, man. It's, it's, you know, nothing to it but to do it. And y'all doing it, so I appreciate it. Yes, sir. sir. Good-looking so, player. we're going to wrap up this show, how we end it every week. You always end off on a positive note. Everybody share something was good. So, um, I'll start off first. I'm looking forward to the new season. Um, ready to get productive, man. Um, I feel like summer kind of allows you to get in vacation mode a bit, but I'm looking forward to the weather changing. And if we go in another quarantine, I'll be ready because I'm ready to work and close the year out strong. And if you think 2020 has been awful so far, just know that we still got two and a half or three and a half months left and there's still enough time to make the most of it. Whatever you've been waiting to do, just do it now. Um, Since so you posted something in your story, Trent, the Nike, uh, you said you was going to do it tomorrow. Like, do it now. Yep. Simple as that. It. Like, just simple as that. I encourage it all. Like, we talked about a lot of entrepreneurship at this table. We talked about a lot of just creativity and just creating product. And I just want to see it keep going. You know, there's a lot, enough money for everybody to get, and I want to see this all rich. Absolutely. Shit, it's a nigga birthday on Saturday. My last week being 27. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Shout out your song. I'm a Libra. You know what I'm saying? Balance scale. What's your name? What's your sign? My name, Nick. You gotta relax, bro. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it, man. It's um. Shit, work, nigga working nice now. Feel me? Happy to get some more money coming Cal in. Got a you know what I mean? It's Robin. Shout out. It's always a lovely time. You know, more life. Oh, yeah, man. Awesome. beautiful, man. We still here. I still get to see y'all niggas. So, you know, it's always good. Stole my mind. Hey, nah. Can't steal it if you did it first. <laughs> All right. You got some ball. Got some ball. Nah, but, uh. Seasons changing Like this month Coming to an end Like shout out to Freeze But the real Greatest month of the year Is coming up October So I'm looking forward to that But no Fall is like It's really grind time Like you're saying It's the final quarter Like whatever you planned For next year Now is to really Like put that into motion Right now Um Shit, as far as today, like we got game two of the Western Conference Finals. Yes, sir. Purple uh, and gold. Word. And it, it just hit me to like why they've been wearing the black jerseys on game two. Like when you really think about mm-hmm. it, they doing that for yeah. GGs. Like, damn, nigga, that shit hit me in my feels on the way here. You just put me on to that, man. Gonna yeah. Right, it's going to be all right. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. It would be nice to see them bring it to bring the shit back home. Be great morale for the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need it. Yeah. We definitely need it right now. Um, like you said, I'm just looking forward to this uh, socially distant Laker parade on Figueroa. Yep. <laughs> on Kobe Bryant Boulevard. Kobe Bryant Boulevard. Boulevard. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about Boulevard. it. Boulevard. Um, see all y'all on Kobe Boulevard. Um, Kobe and Obama. Right at the Shit, man, I got this uh, locked in tool on the way. Just shot a video on Friday. So yes, sir. I'm real yeah. good about oh, it. last one was hard, just, too. Appreciate you, bro. It just... I'm looking forward to keeping the creative vibes alive, man, and just rising higher. Um, and, you know, making more money. Shit, man. You that part. More to marry. That I'm part. All, all about them tokens. All Gotta be. Tokens. Gotta be. That shit talk. 
Um, I mean, I don't watch too much basketball, so I mean, <laughs> that's not really exciting for me. But um, <laughs> I'm, I only watch it because I'm forced to watch it. But um, oh, wait, wait, wait. but I mean, we gotta edit that. We gotta edit that. We gotta edit that. Abuse at all? This is, this is, we just laughing. Y'all finish or you done? Both. You got it. Okay. Um, I mean, it's been a good uh, month for me. I started a new job as a clinical lab assistant. Oh yeah. 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 Real, real so, nerd shit. Um, real nerd shit. Real, real hot, real hot girl nerd shit. Um, but <laughs> and then I'll be done with my masters next month, so that's also very exciting too. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's good for education. Nasty. Oh, it's my turn. All right. I didn't like how that sounded. Yeah. At all. Look at the name, man. I got two fouls. I'm all right. No, him. He said, oh, it's my turn. (laughs) All right. It wasn't me. (laughs) It wasn't me. Yeah. This A in this grassroot class is still going. Hey, that's what's up, my nigga. You know, Georgetown. You know, Georgetown is like, you ever been in a fade? You know, you know you won, but the but the dude you you squabbling with hit real hard. I'm about love. So you lost. <laughs> no, no, no. You won the fight, but I don't fight. But you still respect the nigga hands. Yeah, yeah. That, that's me. So you versus, lost. That's me versus George now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's going real good. You feel me? It's a tight game. He won it overtime. He won it overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is literally the first time I've been to school and been challenged. Not even challenged, bro. It's like I actually enjoy what I'm learning. Oh, that's what's up. You know, it's that's not, always good. It's not what I'm good at; it's what I love to do. So it don't feel like work. You feel me? Oh yeah. So you know, you know, the dream is to be. You know, the dream is obviously to have the first, to represent the first overall draft pick in the NBA and the NFL in the next five years. You know what I'm talking about. So it can be done. You know what I'm saying? It can definitely Speaking be into done. existence, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know, if I can breathe, it can be done. Come to death row. <laughs> yeah. But um, like I always say every week, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in. We'll be back next week. Um got a lot of nice surprises on the horizon. Um, just stay tuned. And thank you for listening, y'all. We'll be back next week. Be responsible. Peace. Call out. Enemies. <laughs> <laughs>